You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. What I do. How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in, you're tired, or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. in the AVX parking lot. We ain't going to eat anywhere. Oh, there's a barbecue place right there. And then there's, uh, you know, there's that purple parrot place down the street. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it. Pet World. Welcome into the program. It's a Jay Barker show and radio network. Tony Curry, Matt Coulter, Lars hit traffic. Same with uh, Jay Barker. So, <sighs> but the good news is. Lock the door. The good news is. is you remember the guy at yeah. uh, Kicks 106 that locked himself in the control room and oh, yeah. played the Tide is High by Blondie? I did the same like thing. For like two, three, three, four hours? I, I did it for 24 hours. You should not leave irresponsible people in control of a radio station see, and or network. See, I locked the door while I was drunk. Do you remember that? Uh, I remember <laughs> the latter part. <laughs> I, uh, I got hammered on the air and no one knew I was going to do it outside my program director. Had a police officer, someone from Nationwide Insurance in there to tell me about how more likely I was to kill myself in a car crash. Even my engineer didn't know. He came in and was trying to uh, pick me up and take me out of the studio because he's responsible for it. He was really pissed. And I was like, it's okay. 
I went down to Corey's, had 16 drinks before I got on the air at 3 o'clock. Corey's. The now, there's yeah. a blast from your, what is it? Was it on uh, Valley Oxmoor? It, it, was, it was down there in the Palisades for a while, yeah. and then it moved. It used to be next to that dancing place. Powerball numbers just came out. I don't care. 10 hours me. late, 10, 33, 41, 47, 56. Powerball's 10, $2.04 billion. What was that again? Two, 10, two billion? 10, 33, 41, 47, 56. Powerball's 10, $2.04 billion, which means if you take the lump sum, you will get a lump sum over a billion dollars, which is pretty stinking amazing. And, of course, it's 10 hours late. They did not draw it last night because not every platform had all of their sales receipts in in time, so they had to wait. It, it was not, sounds like tonight. It was not a good look for the Lottery Commission uh, when they're giving away $1.9 billion, not 2.04, and they're like, uh, we have a malfunction. We have a security issue. And I'm like, what? Uh-oh, sounds like tonight. What's tonight? Voting. Uh, it's going on right now, and I, I just mentioned, I'm glad you brought this up. Okay. Because my son just turned 18 on the 19th of October, and he just called me. And uh, normally he calls me in the middle of the afternoon and something's wrong. I said, what's up? He goes, uh, I'm going to vote. Are you going to vote today? And I said, yes, I will. And he said, uh, how do you do it? It was super cool. I mean, that, that was the first time where I actually thought, oh, my gosh, I have an you know, 18-year-old son who can drive and all those things. Oh, my gosh, I have, I have a son who can control his own destiny now in this great country of ours. He's from Guatemala, so he can't become president. But he was asking about it, and I said, well, I said, I, I tell you what. I said, I did a little story this morning on Facebook Live on my Tony Curry page. I said, I will send you a sample ballot of what it is. And he goes, well, what are we voting for? And I said, there's 47 things. And he goes, what? And I said, yeah, there's 37 things you'll vote for, including 10 amendments. And I said, the amendments are where it's really, it'll scramble your brain because there are a lot of knots, double knots, double oars, double butts. I said, you have to read the amendments really, really carefully. You get the, the governor's race. You get to vote for the corner of Shelby County, the new Shelby County coroner, uh, certainly 15th, 13th district in Shelby County. I said, yeah, you'll have 47 things. He goes, how in the hell am I supposed to know what to vote for? And I said, welcome to politics, my friend. I said, you do not. I said, you will not. I said, you'll know about three or four races and the rest of it. You're just taking a pot shot in the wind unless you're just voting along political lines. And I said, a lot of people here will just go ahead and look for the R and just put the old Thing in there color in that dot. Yeah. You still got to vote on 10 and 10 I said, This is what I apologize. I said, it's, it's up to you. I said, it would take you a year to learn everything that's on the ballot today, but go vote. Have you? No. Are you? And then you know what? It's not my business. You do what you want. No, I'm not going to. Oh. Uh, because I don't know enough about it, and I hate to say that. You're talking to a guy who went to vote in the 2020 presidential election. I went to my polling place where I've been voting ever since I got here in 1988, and they told me, uh, you're not polling here anymore. You're polling at, I think, Church of the Highlands down on 119. I said, oh, I said, well, what changed? And they said, well, they changed the thing, and Bob, and I yep. said, well, I've lived in the same house for 18 years. They're like, we well, got to go down there. I went down there, and it was seven and a half hour wait to vote. And I said, I'm not waiting seven and a half hours in the freest, best country in the world to vote for President of the United States. I said, I'm not doing it. It was raining. I'm not sitting in my car for seven and a half so hours. So you're the reason. So I didn't do it. You're the reason. It wouldn't have made a difference. I got news for you. Every vote counts, Tony. There's politics on the Jay Barker Radio Network. Yeah, and uh, that's about enough of that. Welcome mm -hmm. to the program. Jay and Lawrence will be along shortly, having a little difficulty getting to the mic, literally. In the meantime, it is 83 degrees, mm -hmm. my friends. Yeah. 83 degrees. Tony, check your calendar. What is the day? It is November 8th. What? Well, I don't remember this, and that's for reason we're setting records. James Spann says record-setting weather. Mm -hmm.
Meanwhile, Nicole is uh, coming back towards Florida. For those of you that have relatives down in Florida, it's going to come in on the Atlantic, go up through uh, Orlando we'll again. Politics, but like. we'll talk weather. Um, this is exciting. Tony, would you like to drive? Yeah, I would actually. Uh, the CFP comes now, out later on tonight. To hack me off here, and we're the only two you here. You are cranky we're today. What the hell's wrong? Well, you're uh, cranky. You've been cranky ever since I walked in the door. What's wrong with you? Seriously, you can't. You're what's I'm, wrong I'm, with I'm, me, Tom. You come in here like you own the place. You open the mics. You take <laughs> over. You know, you're just kind of being a butt. God, man, what has got into you? By the way, uh, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, Michigan, Tennessee, Alabama, TCU. That's what you had as uh, the vote. CFP is what was coming out tonight. I had Georgia, Not Ohio voting. State, Michigan, Tennessee, Alabama, and TCU. We were all along with Alabama. And, of course, Jay had Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Tennessee, Alabama, and Clemson, and TCU. Uh, tonight, I believe it's going to be Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, Oregon, Tennessee, LSU, USC and then Alabama. That's what I'm going with from the CFP later on tonight. And for people who are like, there's no way TCU is going to be number four. TCU will be number four tonight, and I'll tell you why. Because they're going to get beat against Texas next week. They're a seven-point dog at Texas. How can that be, Tony? They're going to they're going to they're going to give the Horn Frogs that's smelly fish. They're going to give the Horn Frogs a gift by allowing them to be in the college football playoff for one week because they're undefeated. They got the victory this past week. They came from behind again. They win by 10. They're going to be number four. You mark my words if you're going to bet anything on your life. you got a better shot at TCU being number four tonight than winning that playoff or that uh, Powerball. Uh, they will be number four tonight because they know they're not going to be number four after this week. Texas will take care of business against TCU. But I do think Oregon's playing incredibly well. They've got Washington coming up this weekend. Uh, Tennessee's taking on Missouri. I think they'll be dropping to sixth. Uh, LSU, talk about a smelly fish. Have you seen the LSU-Arkansas line? I'm looking it up, Tom. This is LSU that just knocked off Alabama. This is LSU that their only big loss was to Tennessee and FSU. They're only a three-point favorite against Arkansas on the road. Why? Because Arkansas will win that game against LSU this weekend. LSU get out of the picture. I'm not just saying that because I was born in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and I like Arkansas a mm-hmm. lot. I just think that is a trap game for LSU coming off the biggest win of their season, the biggest win of, what, two or three years? And do you know who they got next after uh, this game against Arkansas? Who LSU has after this? Mm-hmm. Northwestern State. The UAB Blazers. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But Arkansas coming off a loss at home against Liberty, mm-hmm. that's not going to sit well with the little piggies and Sam Pittman. So yep. I think they're going to have their ire up, you know, the things in the back of a so if Crazy LSU back. loses this ball game, then all they got to do is lose one more SEC game, and Alabama's back in the driver's seat. Just saying, they have a what shot. Did you, what did you say you did when you locked yourself into the control room? What, what had you been doing? I had a couple of drinks. Uh, do, you, no, do you really think that Alabama has a shot to get back in this playoff? Seat? If LSU I mean, there loses, is, mathematically, it's possible. Is it going to happen? Uh, no, because I think LSU will win that last SEC game. But it does make for a wonderful story because they need to lose. Both of those SEC games, and Alabama obviously has to win out. Now, Alabama obviously has some games they have to play as well, including Old Miss this weekend, which I cannot believe they're an 11.5-point favorite at Old Miss. I cannot believe that everyone's still waiting for they're Alabama waiting. to play their great game. How in the hell is Alabama an 11.5-point favorite against Old Miss on the road? How in the how is that well, even first, possible? Tony, you you wager correct? Yeah. Is the line set on really what Vegas thinks one team's going to do as far as the touchdowns are concerned, or is it set to make people bet? It is set to make people bet. Okay, good, good. 
Good but it is a good indicator of what we think the final score is going to be because it usually ends up that way, unless, of course, you had LSU plus 14 against Alabama this past weekend, which uh, I did. What if, uh, <clears throat> plus the over. Uh, all right, better chance, Tony. Yeah. Let me get, get your little odds pad out. Okay, I got it. I'm right better, better chance. Yeah. You winning the Powerball mm-hmm. or Alabama winning a national championship? Uh, it would be Alabama winning a national championship by far because you have a 1 in 292 million shot at winning the Powerball, and I believe Alabama's got slightly better shot at winning a national title. 292? 292 million, yes. That's actually... That's... 1 in 292. So, basically, as many people are as they, that are in this country. Yes. They all have a shot. Somebody, you're saying we have a chance. Somebody's going to win it. it. Might as well be you, Matt. Well, not, uh, in, not in this state because we don't have Powerball. We're one of three states that don't have Powerball here. Or casinos or I, gambling. Uh, saw a friend of mine the other day, and uh, laying right there was a stack. I don't know, probably fifty pages, all Powerball entries. You know, there's there's people that will they'll get one guy yeah. or one girl out of the whole building, mm-hmm. and they'll send them over there with thousand dollars, and they'll come back with all these lots. I usually have and a couple. You know of what their chances of winning are? One in two hundred ninety-two million to one. <clears throat> yeah. I usually have a couple friends of mine that go to Atlanta to buy Powerball tickets, and I didn't have one this time, so I didn't get any. But Do they drive all the way in Atlanta? I suppose yeah, they're going to Carrollton? Carrollton or Douglasville or wherever they got to go. They just go right across the... So you can also get fireworks. You know what? You can gamble in this town, right? There's all these websites, you know, these Bet3s and Pig11s and all these things. There's all these gambling sites. Wouldn't you think you could get lottery tickets, Powerball tickets, even though it's a federally funded thing on... I mean, these guys should go out and buy just a ton of Powerball tickets and sell them. They're $2 a piece. You could sell them for $4, and people would buy them. I'd buy 50 of them right now. Just saying. Huh. Although it's illegal. What are you so. doing at 205? <clears throat> the next drawing is right, Now there could a, be a winner, though, yeah, right? There could be. They've got right. to wait till tomorrow because the next drawing's tomorrow night. That is if the lottery commission can get their act together in time to pull the numbers. All right. Um, when we get back, we're actually going to talk just a little bit of basketball. Let's see what je- peanut butter jelly time did last night. I was there, brother. Sitting on the floor. Big, big time. Mm-hmm. Did they just play around you? They did. I was uh, sitting in the middle of the floor the entire night. No one even saw this big news. It was awesome. <laughs> we're not opening. I want a better attitude from you in the second segment. You're coming around. See, I'm starting mm-hmm. to. I'm starting to spread my joy and love on you. You know what makes it worse? You pointing it out. We'll be right back <laughs> on the Jay Barker Show. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Ask Big. Have you seen our artisan-created diamonds? If you've been in a room with one, you can't miss it. Tom Osmond from Fincher and Osmond. Hours. The high today, 84, turning noticeably cooler tonight, the low at 50. For tomorrow, a sunny day with a high at 71. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 83 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Welcome into the Jay Barker Show slash Radio Network. Tony Curry, Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson is with us as well. Everybody's uh, enjoying this unseasonably warm weather. It's not just warmer, 
but it's humid. I mean, it. when I walked out to the car this morning, it kind of felt like summer again. So, But the low this weekend, uh, right around freezing. So, Tony, it's not going to last very long. We'll be back up to your Cincinnati. As long as it's cool summer. mornings, they can get as hot as it wants, and then I don't really care in the afternoon because I can sit inside. But, I, but when it's when you get out of bed and it's like 78 degrees in the morning, that's when I get a little, I get a little touchy. But I'm good. It's Lars, gonna, it'll get cold before you know it. You'll be fine. Lars Anderson is our studios in Tuscaloosa, Tide 100.9. Lars, what's going on? How are you guys doing? Man, uh, uh, Matt, are we you? We have a winner in the Powerball, by the way. We, have, we do. We have a winner in the Powerball out in California. Yep, we have one winner in California this thing right now, $2.04 billion, just so you know. Okay. Who is so, it? So, Some guy in Cali. Tony, it, it, has Matt been uh, cantankerous in the first segment there? Dude, or? I mean... Uh, Normally, I would not bring this up on the air, but he keeps pushing the issue. Normally, Tony, that's your mantra. You like to pick at people, and I'm just tired of it. So just lay off. Well, okay. This you is know a, this, Tony this is, is. Really, he yes, one thing, no, and he goes This is a really good segue. Tony Curry kicked my butt on Sunday, and he wasn't even present. Uh, okay. Was that when Brady made his massive comeback? No. Here's, here's what happened. So... Tony and I were talking off air. Uh, I was telling him that my my uh, baseball glove, uh, actually two of my baseball gloves, I had my dad's old baseball glove from uh, when he was serving active duty in Kamaseya, Japan. And on the glove, it says Kamaseya. Uh, I caught like three, and so this is from like nineteen, you know, fifty nine or something, and uh, and the the glove just kind of disintegrated, and then my old glove that I used uh, when I was a kid, I caught a couple balls with Lincoln, and it also just disintegrated. So I I went and looked to buy a new baseball glove and. Man, it's like 150 bucks. And then I mentioned it to Tony, and Tony was nice enough. He's like, "Hey, here's here's, I I got an extra glove, and here's some here's some balls you can." And Tony left it for, for me in the studio. So I mean, thank you so much, Tony. It was awesome. And sure, sure. So on Sunday, um, my girls have a soccer game, and Lincoln wanted to have like a game of catch as the game is going on. So I bring the glove, and I haven't really looked at the glove yet, right? But I, I, I bring the glove out, and, and uh, I'm in front of uh, uh, my ex-mother-in-law, my ex-sister-in-laws, and uh, they obviously know Tony. And um, I said, Dad, you know, Tony, he, he gave me this glove. I'm, I'm, like, so excited. And I put the thing on, and, and I can tell that there's, like, several uh, milfy soccer moms right next, and they're hearing everything, and they obviously know who Tony is. And I put the glove on. This thing is as big as a frickin' frying pan, all right? It is the biggest glove I've ever seen in my life. And uh, I never thought I had, like, really small hands. But, I mean, this glove belongs to, like, King Kong, all right? And I could not believe. I was like, Tony must have the biggest hands of anyone I've ever met. And these soccer moms just were, like, blushing and saying, oh, my gosh, Tony Curry. 
<laughs> and how many phone numbers did you get for me, please? Because I'm a single I, I, man. I, I actually have a couple for you. Um, but okay, yeah. good. So, so, yeah. So, anyway, you, you, you totally... I think it's time to start I, talking politics. You, you totally emasculated I, 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 me uh, <laughs> just by the fact that that glove you gave me is... Uh, yeah, it's, it's... I wear 15s, too, on my feet. So, just to let you know, and I have a big nose, too. You know what they say? The bigger yes, the nose, the longer the... Yeah, one, exactly. 12.23. <laughs> that's the time which Tony and Lars took the that's show the, in. So, the glove was too big because that glove does not fit me. I was I actually had the glove on my hand. I was trying to stretch it out a little bit for you, and if you know, it's got the hole to put your finger through your index finger, and so it's too it's too big for you. It actually is. Thank you for making me feel even wow. worse now. Yes. Uh. No. <laughs> well, at least. At least Jay's not here to call you itty bitty. Because the palm of my hand was coming out of the bottom, and I and I so it worked out well. But I had that whole thing. My boy used to play obviously uh, uh, t ball, and so I had that entire bag of, of baseballs, were like twenty five or thirty baseballs that that were unopened that I never used. And, and as I'm moving right now, I went through some things. I thought I figured you'd like those, so I'm glad yeah. you could use it, man. I yeah, hope yeah, you could, no, hope you and I, I will get a lot of use out of that enormously large glove, and I will always think go. of. Uh, Yes, that that moment there in front of all these women who I don't really know and some who don't really care for me uh, realize that uh, I have small hands, apparently. So, well done, Tony. You got me. Hey, uh, Steve, thank you, man. I'm, 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 glad I, I'm glad I could be of some service, and hopefully I can get a date out of it. Um, Steve Irvine's going to be joining us here at the bottom of the hour. No, I, he's I, actually, he's moved to 115. Okay, 115. Sorry. All right, great. We can get into this then. I know you guys talked a lot about the Alabama-LSU game this past weekend, just how big uh, they must be for uh, Brian Kelly to go for it on the two-point conversion. I think a lot of people are going to start doing that, particularly since you have to go for a two-point conversion in the second overtime. Uh, I was at the UAB football game. They were down 14 with eight minutes left, and somehow they came back and tied that ball game up, and I kind of wish they had gone for two on their first overtime just because, I mean, that's the first overtime game I've ever seen in person in college football. I've seen a million of them on television, but I've never been to one. It rips your heart out because you're you're up by seven, and you feel fantastic. You're like, you're going to win, and all of a sudden, you, you're tied, and you're Here like, comes oh. Daniels right and, in. And, then, and then, then, then the next team, they get the ball again, so then they score, and all of a sudden, you feel like you're going to lose, and then you score, and you feel like, okay, great, I think we're going to – it's just it, – rips your heart out um so i think more and more teams are going to do that brian kelly I, I, you know a lot of people think it's, it's luck i don't think it's luck at all we've seen that play a million times jimbo tried to run it against alabama earlier this season and of course uh, the the play was not good the the, the receiver was not near the the, the end line the end of dropping the ball anyway but it was an, just masterfully executed by lsu so kudos to them but and, and I, before i tell you why i think alabama is not alabama the alabama we think they should be what were your re- what, what would you guys talk about yesterday? What were the reasons why Alabama is not the Alabama that we thought they were going to be this year? Well, we talked um, about anxiety. We talked about leadership. We talked they, about they don't have that dog in them. They don't have that. We're on the road. This is our house, by the way. Yeah. Excuse me. We're yeah. just going to take over for a little while. Mm-hmm. Have a little dinner after dinner. Smoke. We're going to kick your butt. Yeah. They don't have that anymore. But on the field, my view is our wide receivers can't get open. Won't get open can't separate, and they're making life hell for Bryce Young. There you go. Yeah, Lars, yeah, what was your I, take I, yesterday? I agree with you 100%. And also, I think something is wrong with Bryce Young. I, he's just not the Bryce Young of, of last year. Yeah, he made some spectacular plays uh, and really kept Alabama in it. And where would Alabama be right now without Bryce Young? Uh, probably a three-loss team. But um, I... I you know, this is a—it's an imperfect team, and 
I am so surprised by it because how glowingly Nick Saban talked about this team preseason. Hadn't ever heard him be so positive about uh, a team heading into a season as he was about this one, Tony. Uh, but, but Tony, question for you. Uh, do you think the better team won on Saturday night? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, yeah, I, me I, I do. Uh, I, I do, and I think Jaden Daniels is, is everything we thought he was going to be. Um, and I think it made it even more difficult to see what Georgia did against Tennessee because that's Georgia's got the team Alabama thought they were going to have. Uh, the way they shut down uh, Hendon Hooker, and I'll just say this. And listen, I, I, I was trying to figure out, okay, what's what's the the problem here? Alabama can't stop anybody right now. They're giving up an average of thirty points a ball game the last three games. That includes, of course, the the uh, Mississippi State game where they only gave up a six spot. That's Mississippi State. But Will Will Anderson, what what happened to Will Anderson? Yeah. You're talking to a guy that last year had fi- he had fifty seven solo tackles last year. He's had nine solo tackles his last three games. And listen, I realize everyone knows that Will Anderson's the man. He was a guy that a lot of people thought should have won the Heisman Trophy last year. He has fallen off the face of the earth. What's happened to him? Well, they're double-teaming him. But you would figure that would... Hang on, hang on. Excuse me. Go ahead. Excuse me. (laughs) Um, They're double-teaming him, but if that's the case, which it is, why isn't uh, Dallas Turner wide open sacking everybody? Wouldn't it make sense that if that edge can't get there, then somebody else Absolutely. would? Absolutely. But that's not but happening. great football players. We've seen it with Micah Parsons. We've seen it with Aaron Dott. We've seen it with, we see it with great football players. If they're not going to get solo tackles, they're not going to get sacks, they do wreak havoc. And I have not heard Will Anderson Jr.'s name called on a telecast or a broadcast in the last three games. And I'm like, where in the hell is he at? And, and the cheetah was supposed to be the thing that was going to stop Tennessee, right? Obviously, give up 52 points, the most points that Alabama had given up since 1907. I didn't think we'd ever see a situation where Alabama could not stop LSU from the two-yard line. And where is Will Anderson at? Again, I'm not calling him out because I know he's a great football player, but he's not the same cat either. I mean, where is this guy? I didn't hear Lars, his name one time on Saturday. Lars brought out some great stats last week, and, and I agreed with him 100% about LSU's ability to you know, protect their passer. And the numbers were horrible. Like, LSU was like 100-plus mm-hmm. out of 123 teams. But Lars, <laughs> none of those stats proved out. And both their tackles were freshmen. Will Anderson ranks 159th right now in solo tackles this year. 159th in D-Lyman in solo tackles this year. I, 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 don't, know, I don't know what happened. I, I really don't. I don't know it's where, where they're placing him. I don't know what the situation is. But for the guy supposed to wreak havoc and be the leader of that defense, it's just not happening right now. And again, I'm not belittling his career. He's unbelievable. He's going to be a first round guy, but something's just not right with his football team. And to your point, I think I totally agree with you guys in the wide receivers. And we knew this early in the season. Bryce Young, I think it's a little bit of both. I think he's banged up. I think something's not right with him because he is not hitting guys in stride. Guys are having to slide for footballs. He overthrew a couple of guys. Uh, he looks good throwing the football. He looks when he's protecting the pocket, but the ball's not going where he thinks it's going to go. And again, a lot of that could be with his wide receivers. A lot of that could be with his arm, or maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, look, they they don't have an elite wide receiver, and they also, on the defensive side, they don't have an elite corner, and that is a, a first in a long time uh, on this Alabama roster. And I think it makes you appreciate now even more how important it is to have sort of a first-round draft pick at wide receiver and at corner. 
because it allows you to do so many different things uh, and be more creative as a defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator when you have that. And this Alabama team just simply doesn't have it. And I I have found it very um, interesting, to say the least, of Nick Saban continually using the word anxiety, anxiety, anxiety. And he's never done that before. And I'm still trying to really figure out what why why does that one word keep creeping up this year as opposed to in previous years when Nick Saban never used that word or it is they're going to have to fire their anxiety coach (laughs) their anxiety consultant is out I'll tell you one thing for sure whether you like Powerball or never two lost teams never made the playoff. It won't happen until 2026 when we have 12 teams in. So Alabama's got a lot of work to do. And right now they're just trying to save the season. All right. I threw this one at large yesterday. Mm-hmm. A two-loss team has won the national championship. Yeah, well. Do you know? Not in the college football playoff. Winner? No, not in the playoff. Yeah. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show on the Jay Barker Radio Network. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. 
Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. Back on the Jay Barker Show from the ABX Studios, Matt Coulter, along with TK. Lars Anderson is Tuscaloosa at Tide 100.9. Just a, a note or two away from college football politics and the weather. Mm-hmm. Alabama defeated Longwood last night by a score of 75 to 64. Then you were present at Bartow Arena when UAB hung the Century Mark Plus on Alabama State. The final Blazers 111, Hornets 70. Do you know what the uh, one, one, one. Do you know what the all-time record is for UAB in scoring? Uh, Andy Kennedy holds it, and Morris Finley a second. No, I mean, as far as in total points in a ballgame. 43. Uh, 118. Oh, no, no, you meant team. Yes. 118, it's also against Alabama State. Uh, so they came close to getting that done, and they were sitting at 103 with like seven minutes late last night. We uh, we sat down on the floor, my son and I, with the uh, rich people. Uh, I was down there with uh, Spike Lee and the guys. And uh, Shelly came up the floor when he hit the 35 mark and ran over to our side. I don't know if he knows who I am, but we made eye contact and I was laughing. We were clapping for him. He's like, he looks at me, he goes, 40, baby, it's coming. 40. Oh. 40. And he they, called his shot. They left him in there for another four minutes until about the six-minute mark, and then they pulled him and never put him back on the floor again. And he ended up with 30, 37, 38 or whatever. 38. He, man, he was. He only had one rebound. What a loser. They got the <laughs> They got to the Sorry, line last night, and, I, and this is one of those games where I was watching it. They got to the line 45 times last night. They missed 11 shots, so they easily could have broken that 118 mark. They shot 73% from the free throw line, but they got to the line 45 times last night. Was it bad viewing? When they shoot that many free throws, it's I didn't. I thought, maybe Did the, I thought maybe 25 times. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was 45 Good. at the time. Uh, the crowd was raucous. It was loud. It was great. Uh, it was super. Uh, let me tell you something now. The UAB Blazers basketball program is really, really good. They got this Gaines kid at LSU 
who's a transfer. Uh, they pulled him early. I'm not sure why. He's a little loose with the ball. He likes to do the swing thing. He plays the street ball kind of thing. He's throwing things over his shoulder and between his legs and everything else. He's the Harlem Globetrotter of the UAB Blazers. But, man, with Jamison, Lovin's back. It seems like he's been there for 17 years. Jamison has been there. Jelly's been there. I mean, Jelly's back. Um, this is going to be this. This will be a tournament team, not because they win Conference USA, but because they deserve to be there. And this could be a year where UAB, my Xavier Musketeers are really, really good. Auburn and Alabama, all four get in. I'm excited. It's going to be a great year, of college hoops. I'm, I'm super stoked. Well, you know why Andy pulled him? He didn't want him to eclipse his own mark. Andy, for many, many, many years, led UAB's single game scoring yeah. with 41. Which uh, well, Jelly broke that last year, 30 years ago. Jelly broke uh, it last year with 42 against MTSU. Jelly had 42. You're right. Yeah. And then Robert Vaden, I don't remember this, it's uh, 15 years ago, had 41 to Ty Kennedy mm-hmm. against Utah. But Jordan Jelly Walker, 42-40. And last night he had 38. You know I used to love watching playing. I mean, I could we could go really, really deep on UAB mm-hmm. basketball because I did their games for so many years. Yeah. But, uh, and a new PA announcer, really, by the way. I really night. love watching Morris Finley play. Yeah. Where's Derek? I don't know. Derek wasn't there. They had a new PA uh, guy. They actually asked me to do it before the basketball season, but I'd have to do women's and men's basketball, and I didn't want to commit to that much time. Uh, the guy did a fine job. I don't know who he was, but he was he was very up-tempo, but I, I kind of missed Derek doing it because I'm used to hearing his voice. He, Maybe it's just a, oh, talk, talking, it's not a one-time thing if they ask you to do it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sad to hear that Derek's been doing that for 25, but it, it, it was great. And, again, a lot of lousy uh, matchups last night. UAB was favored by 26 in that game, so they, they gave them everything they want. They end up winning. Did by you bet it? No. No, no I, I wish I had. Uh, but there were a lot of 30-point lines last night in, in college hoops. You'll have some better matchups this weekend. Um, but, again, it's the uh, Blue Bloods, man. The Dukes, the North Carolinas, the Kansases, Creighton's back in the mix. It's the big dogs that are near the, the top. The Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. Great nickname. Nice Avery Musketeers. Excited, but it was great to see them play last night. They look really, really good. Man, once they put some money in the bar to arena, get that place rehashed up, and you do a pull a little legacy on it because it needs it's got the it's the skeleton's good. The bones are good, but it needs it needs some new skin. It's too dark in there. It's can they gr- put boxes in that place? I mean, you can put boxes anywhere, but uh, yeah, it is if uh, you pre-sell them, they can put boxes short. in anywhere. You're so right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want a box here? Okay, yeah, that's right. You want no problem. Want a donation? Yeah. All right. Welcome into the program. We're welcome back. Welcome. Hey, is Nebraska hey, got a good basketball team this year, Lars? Uh wait. You're gonna hear cricket. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alabama is at Ole Miss this weekend, and what did you say the line was? Uh, 11, eleven and a half. Oh, Alabama's favored by eleven and a half. That's uh, crazy. In the Grove, I, yeah, I'm just like I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. And, and remember now, if Alabama had beaten LSU, Ole Miss would Be make the their own mark. Well, yeah. yeah, if they beat Alabama, they would yeah. win the West. So I mean, they had a lot going for them, and they still have a lot going for them. Don't get me wrong, but the fact that Lane Kiffin's catching eleven and a half at home. Against Alabama, I, I, I'm I'm done looking at paper. I'm done looking at players. I'm done waiting for Alabama to be this team that turns the switch on all of a sudden because we our sample size is well in hand. This we are what we thought we were, and that's Alabama, a two loss team. Period. By the way, I think it's the first time they've lost two games before the Iron Bowl. What like ten years or fifteen years? Uh, or something? Two game, two during the regular season. I think since maybe Saban's first or second year. Yeah, it's been a long time yeah. since they lost two games. This, for the these Iron are Bowls. pretty much uncharted waters. Mm-hmm. 
What do you think about uh, Colonel Williams, by the way? I loved it. I loved him running up down the sideline. I loved enthusiasm. Uh, I loved everything about it except the outcome. Yeah. And I was on my, on my den floor dancing, thinking they're going to pull this off. And this is going to be so huge for Auburn, so huge for Carnell. I got to tell you, I was rooting for Mississippi State only because we. Uh, were, you're a leech man. I am a leech man. You I, are I, a leech, and I appreciate I appreciate the fact that he was on the show last week. It meant a lot to me, and we had a really nice conversation afterwards. And so I was kind of uh, I was kind of pulling for him, not knowing that the Auburn season's lost. So why not Mike Leach get himself a little bone? By the way, Mississippi State catching sixteen and a half this weekend against the Georgia Bulldogs. We'll what see is if the we Texas A and M Auburn? Uh, Auburn is a two point favorite at home against A and M. Well, I don't that's think pe- the frustration bowl. I don't think people know what the hell to do with AM. I mean, one week they're favored against LSU, the next week they're a two point dog against Auburn. I mean, go figure. I mean, I, you really don't know what you're going to get with AM right now. We're just trying to get the finish line right. Just say, listen, let's just chalk this up. Let's call it another COVID year. Let's move on to next year, 2023. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show. That's Tony Curry. I'm Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson, Jay Barker. We are going to take a break, and when we come back, where you want to go, Tony? Something happened this weekend that's never happened in college football. It'll never happen again. There's your tease. Is it within the boundaries of our state? Mm-hmm. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh-huh. Good for you. Remember that? Who did that song? Is it Joe Tex? No. Be right back. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. Reading Allies is a literacy program that helps below-grade-level readers rise to grade-level standards through... ...hours, the high today 84, turning noticeably cooler tonight, the low at 50. For tomorrow, a sunny day with a high at 71. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 83 degrees in Tuscaloosa. I spent an entire night when I was 16 years old calling Q102 in Cincinnati, Ohio, calling the request line yeah. and requesting the song, thinking that they'd actually play it. I waited 12 hours to hear this song and they never played it. And that's when I said, you know what, Matt, I'm doing my own damn show and I'm going to play request. No, you're not. No, I'm not. I'm not losing my license over it. I had a kid when I was in Decatur call the station that all the kids wanted to hear hotline by the silvers spelled with a y <laughs> and they would call i mean i think they would just hand the phone around the room go, uh, call him call him bug him all right they went too far they called while i was playing the song and wall. requested that song oh, that's not cool that's not i cool. held the phone up to the monitor and <laughs> all right anyway that song always reminds me of risky business mm-hmm. Yeah. There are others. We're not going to go down there. I want to talk to you. Oh, real about... quick, real quick, something that happened uh, this past weekend in college football. Oh, that's where we were headed. And you knew it. Um, you know what? Honestly, I wondered it, but then I, I saw it on AL.com yesterday, and it confirmed it. I wish you would please tell our listening audience. UAB, Auburn, and Alabama all went OT on Saturday. 
for the first time in college football history. People were asking me, have they all lost in overtime? And I was like, they haven't even gone to overtime, period. On the same day. In the same day. Yeah. And I think it's 2007 or something like that since all three teams lost in the same Saturday. It happens more times, you think. Um, but, yeah, pretty amazing. I mean, and just in- incredible how each game was lost as well because, again, in overtime, you're always, you always think you should have won the football game. I was at that UAB football game, and I sent you a picture. The sky opened up, I mean, just as they scored this t- touchdown. Oh, yeah, you did send me it that. It was orange, and this huge rainbow came right over top of Protective Stadium. And I'm sitting there with my son. I was like, if that ain't a sign from God that UAB is going to win this football game, because they, they, were, they could not stop uh, UTSA all day long. They were just running the football down their throats. Uh, and I thought, this is, this is certainly a sign. They go up in the first overtime. I'm thinking, okay, there you have it. And they end up losing the football game. Here we go on the back and forth again. Yeah. The ebb and flow of your emotions in overtime games in college football. I do, you still, to, do you like it, though? Would you change anything in, in overtime? Uh, no. Uh, I, I did like it when, you know, you only had to go for one the first, what, two overtimes you had to go. And then you just – I did like the idea of t- taking it from the 25 and doing it until someone won. I don't, I, the two you point don't like the two-point conversion thing no, after? No, I, I don't. Because it, it's like a shootout. You know, you put 64, 65, 66 minutes on the board, and you're going to lose by a two-point – I hate that. Let them play from the 25 because it actually it actually plays in your playbook. You actually get other guys involved in the playbook in order to score from the 25-yard line. Of course, unless you're LSU, just give it to Jaden Daniels and let him run it in like he did. Did that surprise anybody? A lot of people, a lot of Alabama fans were like, why didn't we have a spy in him all day? Did they? Or was he just that uh, good? I don't know. The first half, they didn't have much trouble at all containing him. Yeah. By the way, I'm sure you've seen this on Twitter now, but there is an unbelievable photograph of the run in which uh, LSU made the touchdown, you know, the 25-yard scamper by Daniels. Have you seen the picture Mm -hmm. of uh, Taylor, the tight end, just absolutely pushing Moody, the linebacker, in the back with the official staring right at it? Uh, Really? I need to find that for you and show it to you. Well, it's not going to matter now. You know, know, they'll go back and change it. Um, <laughs> you think? Hey, let's let's do a quick dive on this, Tom. Okay. What are we going to do about rushing the field? Um, I love rushing the field. I don't like rushing the field when you don't deserve to rush the field. I don't think I, should LSU have rushed the field. They uh, did when they beat Ole Miss. I know, right? Uh, so I, I don't think that's rushable. When Auburn did the kick six, that's rushable. When you win a national title, that's rushable. When UAB beat LSU, that's rushable. I don't have a problem with it. I, I really don't. It's worth $100,000. I don't know how they're going to keep people from doing that. I mean, you look at smaller schools, they invite students to come onto the football field. In a rivalry game, I get it. But unless you have something that you're really winning for, whether it's a championship or you weren't expected to win it, but just to do it during a conference game, it's kind of like, stop. Tennessee, rushable. They lost 15 games in a row. Should they have taken down the goalpost? Absolutely. Put them in the Tennessee River. Now Absolutely. That was fantastic. I they, didn't know if that was a tradition stopped. or not. They were not going to be stopped. It was great. Yeah, there was so much pent-up frustration in the Tennessee Volunteer Program. Tony, um, from, from a TV standpoint, do you ever wonder what happened to that camera? Uh, no. It's gone. You know, those things are pretty valuable. <laughs> yeah, they should turn it on. You probably see fish going by. <laughs> Dead bodies floating at the bottom of Calhoun's. <laughs> that would be great. Maybe if you know they're going to rush the field, put one of those uh, submarine cameras on it just so at least we know where it goes. on the top of the regular camera <laughs> yeah. so you can film it. That but, would be uh, awesome.
That would be awesome. That'd be a great camera shot to put a camera on the goalpost to see it actually being walked down the street. That'd be super. Well, the the real issue here is uh, they what? do it too often, and people are getting hurt. Did you read that the LSU woman got injured? Then don't go on the field. Then don't ball. go on the field. Don't go on the football field. If you go on the football field and you're not supposed to go on the football field and you get you hurt, get that's pay. on you. you. That's a you problem. Then don't go on the football field. What I really love is when people pour ashes. Someone did it during the oh, yeah. kick six game. Yeah. They poured their uncle's ashes in the end zone. That was also the game where a couple of people got stuck in the hedges. You remember that the mm-hmm. girl that's the co-ed just in the <laughs> middle of the hedges going, help me, help me. I dated a woman who got stuck in the hedges once. <laughs> All right. Tony, uh, I don't know if they pulled a plug on this feed or not, but uh, it looks like we made it through an hour. We did. And they haven't pulled us off the air yet, but the door is locked, so I think we're okay. Let's play some Blondie. Let's drink the second half one, too. Do what? Let's drink? <laughs> I've never, ever, ever done that. Do you remember the great one of the greatest shows ever, WKRP in Cincinnati? Do you remember when the state trooper came in? I'll have to finish this story on the other side of the break, yes. but it was a classic television moment. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialists at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for high food treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa. And they came over, and man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. And great family. Do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi. Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. 
888-5269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamer. It's a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC.letterO. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today. If you want a great lunch or a great dinner, you'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa, Tide 100.9, and screaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in, you're tired, or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. 
Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Hey, you want to drive to Nashville? We got the keys to the car. We could do a remote, sure. Got a Sonny King. Hey. Top golf. We're going to talk about some Tom Brady and some Aaron Rodgers here. Let's do that. Welcome into the Jay Barker Show, Matt, Tony. Thanks for being in today. Thanks for having and, me. And um, Jay, Lars, we don't thank the guys that really push the buttons on this. Josh Smith, Joe Gaither, mm-hmm. John Hardy, those guys. Thanks. Thank Behind you. the scenes, man, they do a great job. Let me ask you a question. Will this be the first year since 2010 that Nick Saban loses three games? Possibly. Uh, People are like, well, he's not going to lose to Ole Miss. He's not no, lose. I don't. But, I mean, he could lose a bowl game. Nothing uh, I have seen makes me confident they're going to beat Ole Miss. By the way, Ole Miss is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, right now, um, and I'm, I'm not saying that, uh, that uh, Alabama's down and out by any stretch. But if if you feel like a team is 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 hurting just a little bit, you better believe that Lane Kiffin ain't the guy you want to see because he's going to be throwing everything he's got, the kitchen sink included, to win this ball game this Saturday as eleven point dog. I just can't believe that Alabama's favorite on the road. At home, I get it. On the road, that's that's really surprising to me. It's kind of like, have you seen this team play before you set the line? And you know, listen, we 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 love the Christian Millers. We love all those guys. Don't get me wrong. And they join us every single week here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. But we've been saying this now for about six weeks. This is the week Alabama puts it all together. No penalties, no turnovers. I was emphatic about it last week. And it, 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 like, like I said before the LSU game, we've got our sample size. We are who we are, period. Uh, and that, that, and listen, and Jay would come on and say, listen, they lost on a two-point conversion, and they lost to one of the best teams in college football in Tennessee. I get it. But it goes deeper than that. You almost lost to A&M. You should have gotten beat by Texas. You should have gotten beat by Texas. Yep. I mean, let's put the eye test out here. I mean, this is not – when I say this is not a good Alabama football team, I'm not talking about, like, Toledo. I'm just talking for Alabama, an Alabama fan and their fan base and what they expect year in and year out. This is not a good Alabama football team. They've lost two games. And I know two games is nothing. Other squads will look at us and go, are you kidding me? You're saying they're not a good. But for Alabama fans, this is not acceptable. Boy, and they're showing it, too. Mm-hmm. You know, they want both the OC and the DC out. Bill O'Brien's name is mud right now. And, I mean, a lot of people expected him to take a head coaching job somewhere else uh, after the season. And you I know, think- I, I understand the frustration and how you want to blame it on coordinators. If that's the way you want to go, that's fine. But I just have, I have one question for all those that want to get rid of the staff. Who hired them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who hired them? Off a, a great quote from Lane Kiffin. He's talking about folks saying the dynasty is over. Every time he says this, which I tell him, he was talking about Paul Feinbaum referring to his horrible season. All he does is, I call it, like goat fuel, the opposite of rat poison. You're just like giving the goat fuel, which that works for him. He goes and proves them wrong every time. Yep. This is not the beginning of the end, folks. 
Ask Tom, Chicken Little. Ask Tom, this guy is not falling, Tony? Ask Tom Brady on Sunday All right, let's go there. With 44 seconds left. Tony, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell on you, okay? I had a, I had a here's the, I, I know. Here's I, the quote. Do you want to go? You want to no, go through the thread? You 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 take it. No, we were I, all... I, I said I said I said Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are three and six is the end of an era. And I I had it on my tweet, and I had not pushed the button yet because there were 44 seconds left, and I thought I'm gonna wait. And next thing you know, that long pass over the middle, which was just a brilliant play, because of course they had the timeout left, they were good to go. And Tom Brady pulls it out. And I, I, I'm i telling you, and I know people don't like Tom Brady, but I love – I'm rooting for him right now because I know how difficult his life must be. Uh, do I think he's going to make the playoffs? I don't know. I think they're still a half game out in their division. But for what, he's, division. what, what, what he said after the game, that was Evan awesome. That was great. That was awesome. Give me the quote. He said that was Evan awesome. Yeah. It was great. And If you're the Rams, out. why? I mean, golly. Uh, but go I was, for it on fourth down. Don't give the guy – the but ball, I, but I also texted, to me, it feels like all he needed to do is get off the schneid. He just needed to get a victory like that to jumpstart whatever it is inside of his brain. Because I got news for you. He didn't lose a marriage. The reason he came back was because of the way it ended last year. He said that. I, I felt bad for the Tampa Bay fans. I felt bad for the Tampa Bay organization. I hate the way we lost the playoffs. I think I have a lot left. I don't want to finish my career that way. This ain't the way he wanted to finish his career, so he needs to figure it out. Uh, but I don't see this team sending him out on a really, really happy note, do you? It is Tom Brady. Whatever though. they it's did in the like last Tony Curry knows with 44 seconds yeah. left, you don't send, you don't hit sin, right? No. That should no. be the name of your book. With 44 no. seconds left, Tom sin. Brady, the football, don't hit sin. Uh, speaking of sin, did you see the uh, Vanderbilt defensive backs as coach? What he said about Kanye? Mm-hmm. Do we really want to go there? Yeah. I guess we did, have to did you now. See what, did you see what the head coach, how he didn't say he got fired. He said he's stepping away from the organization because he retweeted something that, is it yay or ye? What they call Kanye now? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's yay. Kanye West is what I call him. But, yeah, um, Vanderbilt assistant coach Dan Jackson has been benched over a pro Yee, yay, Kanye, I guess it's a yay, comment. He's going to step back. You better, you better step back, Tony. He's going to step back from the situation. That sounds like something uh, you'd say on the playground, <laughs> over there next to the merry ground. You better yeah. step back, Tony. Uh-huh. All right. Um, anyway, he showed support for Kanye and his right to freedom of speech. and You just can't do that kind of stuff anymore. And you can't, be honest with you, you especially can't do it at Vanderbilt. No. <laughs> I don't think you're getting away with it anywhere. But you got to be super careful because I know everyone gets followers. I, I was talking to Mark Ingram, the athletic director for the UAB Blazers, earlier before I got here in the show today. It's a show we called the Director's Chair. It's on our Tony Curry Radio podcast. And I was asking about it. I said, What do you say to your kids, your coaches? Because everyone wants to get followers. If you're jelly right now, you probably got 100,000 followers on Twitter because of who you are. People love you and people are going to follow you. But the way together we get followers is is to retweet things that already obviously have a lot of likes and followings to it. And obviously everything that Kanye West puts out is, is being retweeted and everything else. And you just got to be – you have to look at the thread, man. I followed a woman yesterday on Twitter who was an advocate. It said on her line she had 27,000 followers, attractive woman. She said, I advocate for the deaf and the blind, and she gave a couple of reference points, blah, blah. I thought, well, that's nice. Yeah. So I followed her, 
And then I started going through her feed. Some of the things in her feed were like so outrageously nasty. I was like, wow, what am I doing here? You mean so graphic? No, not graphic, just some of the things she was saying. You mean she's, like the earth is flat? Yeah. Is she Kyrie Irving? She's one of these uh, one of these uh, Twitter girls that just does one lines, you know, one line like, gosh, the sun's so hot, I feel like I'm standing on blah, blah, blah. I, I don't get it, and like a thousand people will like Does the she thing. show you her breakfast? No. People send pictures of their food. And she and she puts something out about every two hours, so there's like 12 or 14, and, and everyone just responds to her stuff. And then she'll throw something titillating out. My, it's so hot, I should take all my clothes off today. You know, one of those things to kind of keep everybody in the, in the, in the, and, and, and I was following that. And then I, and then I went and looked at her feed and I unfollowed it. And then she followed me and she had followed me right after I followed her and she DM'd me. She said, why'd you unfollow me? She got 27,000 people. Yeah, and I'm she like, I said, because I said, I, because I read your feed and I, I don't really agree with your feed. And so I just don't want to be associated with that. And that's me. I, I don't really have anything to lose. I'm self-employed. I can do whatever I want. Um, but when you're a, when you're a coach, particularly at Vanderbilt, or you're a basketball player like Kyrie Irving, or you're a football player, and you have a huge following, it, it, unless you're Charles Barkley, you can't do and say whatever you want. You can't do it. It's going to come back to bite you, particularly. In, and, and again, you know, you have to look at not only the thing you're retweeting or reposting, but you have to look at the thing that actually instilled that thought in the first place because sometimes Kanye may be retweeting someone from someone else. And next thing you know, you've got guilt of association by something that's six followers removed. It's not smart. I just don't do a deep dive. I, I read Twitter. Sometimes yeah. I'll get breaking stories on it. It's, yeah. a, it's, a good, it's good for that. Mm-hmm. I do Facebook, but I don't post a lot. I like Facebook because I can keep up with my friends yep. and I get pictures of grandchildren. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's where I end it. But he said that uh, Kanye is two steps ahead of everyone else and that people try to silence him because he thinks for himself. Boy, that's just... Should he lose his job over it? No, he yeah. shouldn't. Will he? I mean, my opinion is no. Yeah. I mean, we all talk about freedom of speech, and I just probably get in trouble. I don't see what's... He's just saying the guy thinks for himself he's two steps ahead of everybody. Probably now, not good time. What, now, I can post that, yeah. and I'll be okay. Sure. He can't because he's a football coach at Vanderbilt University, which is, by the way, uh, wouldn't you say a pretty liberal? And I'll bet you he's got twenty five or $30,000. He got more now? If he got 500 people, no one, probably no one's even bringing it up. Poor little Tony got defriended. I'm good. Back in a minute. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. At the Home Depot, we have Black Friday savings all through November. And with that comes a joyful holiday bustle that we just love to hear. Hours. The high today, 84, turning noticeably cooler tonight, the low at 50. For tomorrow, a sunny day with a high at 71. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 83 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
back on the Jay Barker Show. The Jay Barker Radio Network. It's Tony Smash Lars Jay hanging out on this gorgeous Tuesday afternoon with Steve Irvine of 1819 News. He handles their sports. Go online, look it up. He writes on a lot of different sports topics, mm-hmm. but he does have a lean towards the green, the green and gold. Hey, Steve, it's Matt and Tony Curry. How are you? I'm doing good, fellas. How y'all today? Great, great to have you on, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, boy, that's uh, lost Saturdays. Come back. Do you run out of gas, Steve? Are you? Are you? Do you buy into that? Like in basketball, when you're 15 down, and you get back to and you tie it, then you're out of gas. Can that happen in football? I mean, I think it can. I don't think it did the other day. I mean, I, I mean, it certainly can. Uh, but um, I, you know, I just think that uh, really they got an overtime and and. And uh, UTSA had Frank Harris, and and you know that 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 cat's special now. I mean, he 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 just makes plays, and uh, you know I think that was kind of the difference in overtime, and uh, you know they just fell short. But it was you know it was a great comeback, and you have you have to give UAB a lot of credit for you know hanging together during a tough time, and and uh, you know not just um, not just quitting in that fourth quarter, and found a way to get back in it, and just uh, just fell short. One of the uh, best college football games I've ever seen in person. It's the first time I've actually seen an overtime game. And, yeah, they're down, uh, what, about 7 minutes, 54 seconds left, down by 14. And I said, looked at my son. I said, do you want to go? And he's like, no, he goes, let's see what they do here. And they scored pretty quick. And next thing you know, they're getting the ball back. And Zeno makes the big play into the end zone. Um, I talked to the athletic director last night at the UAB basketball game and, and asked him about Hopkins. Is he going to be back uh, for the next game? And, and hopefully he will be. It's just a different type of quarterback, a different type of situation. Uh, Steve, this has been a really transitional year for the UAB Blazers. Football program. Obviously, uh, the record's not what they were hoping it's being. This is uh, now Brian Vincent, of course, the interim head coach, which is transitional. And of course, this will also be the last year that they're going through Conference USA, getting ready for their AAC. Uh, just talk about where this program is uh, based on their comeback, certainly their championships, what they've done since they brought the program back. But this was just kind of bound to happen, was it not? Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, you, you knew that it had to happen at some point. You know, you didn't know when that point was, uh, but, you know, you knew knew that, you know, at some point the ball is going to bounce a little different. You know, they're going to have a different head coach and just, uh, you know, different things. And, and it's, it's been a tough year. I mean, the tough thing to handle for this year or to grasp, I guess, for this year is, I mean, you're talking about five losses and they're all by, they're all by one score, you know, one score or less or one yeah. touchdown or less. And, and, it's just, um, I don't know that I've ever seen a, a season like this. I mean, cause, you know, I mean, I've seen teams that have a lot of close games, but there's also a, you know, a 30 point loss thrown in there or whatever. But, uh, you know, this has been crazy. I mean, you, to, to think that, um, you know, that you're one score away from, from really, you know, or I guess five scores away from being un- unbeat, you know, and, uh, and, and, and it could happen. I mean, it's, you know, it's, and there's different scripts for each game, you know, I mean, it's just been, you know, it's been turnovers and, one, you know, a couple games, penalties, uh, some games. You know, Dylan Hopkins getting hurt against uh, Western Kentucky. I don't think there's any way they lose that game if he stays healthy during that game. Uh, not that it was all on Zeno, but he just wasn't. You know, it was just a tough situation for Zeno. But I think that where where Dylan was as a quarterback at that point, um, I, I don't think they lose that game. I really don't. But you know, but they did, and and you know, it's just been a strange, strange year. And, and you know, you, you can get caught up in the what ifs and. And you'd be crazy not to get a caught up in one else a little bit, or what else in a little bit, because you know they they could be you know sitting there with a you know with a great record and and you know working their way in the conference championship game. But the reality is they they they, they aren't, and so they just um, have to move forward. 
Steve Irvine with 1819 News, and of course he covers all their sports. Uh, also, Mark told me that they do want to make a hire at head coach sometime before December 1st. He said he had a short list of coaches, but he wouldn't tell me who that was. I also asked him the question, will Bill Clark ever coach again? He said yes. Is there any chance that Bill Clark will be the next head coach at UAB? None, zero. Uh, he 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 won't he won't coach, he won't be you know he won't be the UAB head coach. He will coach again. I and, and, and I I believe he will. Uh, but I, I just I don't see that happening. At UAB. I, you know, and you've talked to Bill, and you know Bill. I think um, I think he's content with with thinking that you know hey I, I you know I, what I did there was great. What I did there was tremendous. Um, it's time to move forward. Time to move you know move on. And and you know I, I think that's kind of where where they're at right now with, with that. Hey, let's talk some hoops. Uh, last night, Jelly hung 38 in a huge win over Alabama State. Tony and I were talking earlier. I, I really think Andy's got a chance to have a very special basketball team. Man, you think? <laughs> That's a good team, isn't it? I mean, you know, the, the amazing thing about yeah. it, and, you know, y- y'all have seen them. I mean, but, but the ease that, that Jelly had 38 last night was all about who he's got around him. You know, I mean, he. You know, when you when you have to go man coverage, you know, man on man on on Jelly with, without any help, uh, you're in trouble. I mean, you're you're in big time trouble. And 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 I thought that a lot of times last night, TJ Madlock, who you know Tony Madlock's head coach at um, at Alabama State, his son, who's a really good player, he had Jelly man to man a lot last night, and and he's a good player now, and he's a good defensive player, and he had no he had no chance, you know, and so. But the problem with, uh, with as an opposing team is, you know, okay, so we're going to double double jelly or triple him or whatever they did last year. Well, then you got Eric Gaines, you got Ladarius Brewer, you know, you got those. Uh, you know, I, I, I think Trey Jimison's playing at a different level than he did last year, and you got a lot of other pieces that that, that can hurt you. So, um, so I think that this this is going to be a hard hard team to to defend. And I think once the UAB really settles down or settles in on defense. I thought they had moments last night where they played defensively pretty well, but then moments where they didn't. I think they've got the pieces to be a really good defensive team, too, and then they're going to be really dangerous. Have, have you done a dive into conference play? Who will, Who's UAB going to really have to battle at the top here? La Tech? I mean, I know they were very good last year. Boy, I saw a couple of games. La Tech, uh, UAB was just great basketball games. But, uh, yeah, no, they can rival UAB. Yeah, La Tech's a little down this year. Western Kentucky is going to be the the team. North Texas, you know, North Texas is with Grant McCaslin, you know, the coach is just he's tremendous. And they play such great defense; they're going to be in every game. Uh, talent wise, I think the the only team that really matches up to them talent wise is Western Kentucky. And you know, with with, with Stansbury there, they're always going to have talent, but they're also going to have Stansbury coaching them. You know, and um, so I think that's in some ways that's been the great equalizer there. He's had. You know, several years he's had the best talent in Conference USA, and he's never he still hadn't won a Conference USA title. So they're great; they're good now. They got seven foot five center. You got uh, some really good pieces in the backcourt. Uh, you know, they're good now. They're real good. But um, but I do think that um, Andy Kennedy's a better head, better you know on the floor coach than than, than Rick Stansberry. So you know, we'll see. Steve Irvine joins us here from eighteen nineteen dudes. Seven five. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a tall yeah. drink of water right there. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, in fact, I was you know, listening. When, when, I'll, I'll, real quick, when when Shaq came to when Shaq came to, uh, came to, to do his his uh, DJ thing before the UAB Western Kentucky game, I saw a picture of of the seven five guy with Shaq, and I, I know this is going to sound like a shot, but uh, shock, but Shaq kind of looked small, you know, which was 
I'd never seen a man look small, but he sort of looks small <laughs> next to that guy. So this guy has girth in addition to height? Oh, no, 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 no. There's not a lot of girth there, okay. but but he's got height. I mean, he just looks, he, he just looked like, you know, he looked like, he, you know, Shaq was his son, maybe, you know, type thing, but... Uh, but uh, no, he's he's but but he's you know as you would imagine he's a great shot blocker, really good timing. You know he's not just a tall guy that just stands out there. He's he's talented. I mean he's he's a really good player. Steve Irvine here from eighteen uh, nineteen news, and of course he covers their sports and does a fantastic job. We're talking some UAB sports here, which we love around here. Um, Andy Kennedy, uh, I listened to him after the game last night. I was down there at Bartow Arena, and uh, after watching them hang one hundred eleven on Alabama State. That, I don't know if he's got a statistician. I don't know if he's got an assistant. Five minutes after the game is over, he's throwing out stats that are unbelievable. He knows every single player on his bench. He played a lot of bench guys last night. He knew every number from every guy. He knew the specifics. He knew the percentages. And I'm like, it's just the most amazing thing to hear him talk. And he's so positive. He's always talking about the culture. I used to follow him in Cincinnati. I follow him at Ole Miss. Um, just talk about the, the kind of culture that he brings to a UAB basketball program. And I don't think we had any doubt that he was going to be successful there. Again, you're talking about a conference where you usually get one bid. Uh, I think they're going to probably get a bid this year, even if they don't win the conference championship. And I think they'll do that. But just talk about him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think what he's brought to this program is, is, is amazing. I mean, he's, he's, he's kind of he's revived it. I mean, not, not that the other guys were, you know, you know, obviously Jared Haas had some success there, but you know, just just the excitement that he's brought there, and you're right. I mean, the way after a game, he's amazing. I mean, and he's got his he's got the statue in front of him. But he didn't look at it. I mean, he'll glance down at it every now and again. You know, when he when he doesn't remember a number. But you know, I, I think the one thing that he does is, um, well, he, he recruits very well, obviously. But I think he's 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 great about uh, bringing guys together. I mean, because you Tony, you look at this roster now, and it's it's it's. it's there could be some problems, uh, you know, with, with the personalities on it. You know, if you think, if you look at it just particularly on paper, you know, you got Ladarius Brewer, who was his top scorer in his team. You got Eric Gaines, who's coming from SEC school. You got Jelly, who needs the basketball. You know, you got all these guys, and but he's so good at, at just bringing guys together that, that you know, I don't think there's going to be a problem at all. I mean, I think he has turned what should be a problem, uh, the fact that there's only one basketball with a lot of talent, into a strength. You know, uh, kind of selling to these guys that hey, you're you're going to be better for this. You know, you, you know, like Jelly's a great example. I mean, he he took 19 shots last night, and um, and I, and I don't remember what he took in the other games when he scored over 30, but that's probably the least amount he's taken since he's you know for a 30 point game, almost 40 point game, and they're open shots. So he's got more guys around him, and so um, your first thought is, oh my gosh, I got to share the basketball. But then you think, wait a minute, I'm going to be open. And so I think that he does a great job of really selling that to, to these guys. And, and, you know, it's still going to take some time. I mean, you know, he's he still got to get them together, but they've got a lot of time. And, and, and um, you know, I just think that, I, again, I just the culture he's brought and you know, he's, 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 he's definitely a player's coach, but he's also um, hard on. Them. So, uh, you know, and I think that's, that's a hard little, you know, that's a hard little um, thing to, to pull off sometimes, but he does it well. Steve, we'll let you go after one more question. <clears throat> Does right. Jordan Walker have a deal with Smuckers like a jelly? Does he have an NIL? Not that I know of yet. I mean, I know that there's been some talk uh, with some, some jelly companies, but I don't think he has anything yet. I don't know what the heck they're waiting on. Uh, but um, but uh, as far as I know, he doesn't have anything yet. 
There is something that was on the scoreboard last night during the game where it's a QR code. If you would like to help with the non-for-profit organization that is distributing NIL money to UAB Athletics, uh-huh. please scan here. And you can just hold your phone Ma- up to the scoreboard. Ma- Mark looked over at me and he just, he just nodded his head. He's like, do you believe this crap we have to put up? He said, I don't know if we're going to get anything out of it. He said, but we have to do it for our athletes. Let them know we're trying. And I was like, wow, I cannot believe that. I donated five bucks last night. Well, I want to get back to the program. Well, I was sitting. On, I was sitting on the floor. For God's sakes, the least I can do. Man. Hey, Steve. Thank you, brother. Appreciate Thanks, you, man. Steve. Uh, Appreciate you, guys. All right. Appreciate y'all. You bet. Uh, Steve Irvine from eighteen nineteen News. I just looked up their website, uh, and he's got all kinds of sports stories posted. Not just UAB, so it's well worth it. And of course. It's Ray Mellick is the I love executive Ray producer. Mellor. I love. You know what? Ray I'm gonna Mellor. call him right now and ask him to come in the studio. You do it. I ran into him at uh, Best Buy a few months ago. We were talking about 1819. I was trying to get him to do a show with Tony Curry Radio, but he's a, he's a great guy. I think he's in politics for a while. What are you doing? Politics or something yeah, for a while? Gary Palmer's yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, Gary Palmer's guy. Yeah. That's okay. Palmer wanted to move him to DC. We could have had him in here today and talked about the midterms, man. Yeah. Oh, boy. Please, Tony. When do you think we'll get the results from Pennsylvania in? This year? Oh. Not going there. It's the Jay Barker Show. Be right back. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. 
Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. Back on the Jay Barber Show, Tony Curry, Matt Colton, Lars Jet. Thanks to Steve Irvine. What a great guy. Did you know Steve was once on the West Coast and uh, covered USC? Really? And. Every time we get him on, I want to talk to him about that. Uh, and when to get his opinion on some other things in football, we kept it to UAB. Anyway, uh, thank you to Steve Irvine, eighteen nineteen News. College football playoffs uh, poll comes out later on tonight. It'll be Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU. Uh, TCU will get in tonight because they're going to lose a Texas weekend. The CFP committee will give them a bone. They're going to throw the Horned Frogs a bone, and they're undefeated. After Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, assuming we're correct, how's the rest fall out between Oregon, Tennessee, LSU, USC, and Alabama? I tell you what, beating Alabama sure gets you respect, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. LSU is the highest-ranked two-loss team in La Nation. Yeah. Man. Um, I don't know. Uh, you put Tennessee fifth or Oregon fifth? Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, then Oregon, then LSU. You put LSU in front of USC yeah, and I'll Alabama. I'll be very, very honest with you. I'm not sure I got LSU that high. What are they oh. sixth in the AP? Correct. They're uh, seventh. Uh, they're eighth in the coaches and seventh in the AP. So if you want Oregon, Tennessee, and LSU, that would put them uh, seventh in the CFP. USC sitting there. They got Colorado this weekend. They're sitting there with one loss, but no one's talking about them because no one cares about the Pac-12. And then, of course, you got Alabama with two losses as well, rounding out the top ten at Old Miss this weekend. 
Um, he was just looking at this, though, Tony, just to do a little bit of a bypass. Mm-hmm. USC, UCLA, both 8-1. and one. Yep. That game's actually going to mean something this year. It is. You know, it's the, it's the both, first game with meaning since Gary Beban. And they're both leaving. <laughs> do you remember Gary Beban? Yeah, I do. Man, we're old. Um, that sucks. But it, does that game not have the greatest colors? Excuse me. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get real ass that. I'm yeah. going to get very superficial. But that blue and the gold and then the garnet and no, I guess it's the gold. Oh, God. Yeah, if you just shake your head real fast in front of the TV, you'll have some psychedelic stuff going on there, man. And you good. remember the, uh, the the sweaters for USC's mm-hmm. cheerleaders? Mm-hmm. And USC, yeah. USC just, and uh, yeah, both, both, both sweaters, good. Sweaters are always good. What's going to happen at Auburn this weekend, Tony? Um, Texas A&M comes in. They're a train wreck. Auburn's trying to uh, get at least their caboose back on the track. But uh, <laughs> seriously, is there a lot of interest in watching this game? Uh, I, mean, the, I'll, I'll, I know for no. you and me there. You know, I've got it. Let, 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 let me just speak from uh, from perspective because I've told people this for, for a long time. Uh, I like Auburn. Uh, I root for Auburn. I uh, like Alabama. Uh, I've always been part of the flagship station for Alabama, so I've always rooted against Auburn when they play each other. The Carnell Williams stuff was really starting to get on my nerves. I know you, I know really? Auburn fans loved it, and I get it. I know some peripheral college football fans thought it was wonderful because I've never seen a head coach act like that before, but I found it a little annoying. No kidding. Yeah, I really did. Now, again, I, I, maybe I need to watch them against A&M because I, I was kind of rooting for Mississippi State because I'm, I'm friends with Coach right. So, So I'm, I'm going to hold off. Okay, so you think, to, pardon the interruption. I think it was just over the top, and I, 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 think, I think that stuff wears thin really, really fast if it doesn't work. If they win that football game, go, baby, go. Run across the sidelines like you're a crazy man in your bright orange suit and get on the ground and doing push-ups and jumping it, and your eyes are as big as chocolate pot. Oh, I mean, go do your I thing. I loved every bit of it. That's the, but you got to win right. football games. True confession. Yeah. All right. Total yeah. transparency. Mm-hmm. If you did not have the allegiance to Mike Leach, would it have bothered you as much? No, I, I would have. I'm I'm of. I like my presidents to be presidential. I like my coaches to look like coaches. How do you like your coffee? Uh, that's why I didn't like Matt Rule. That's why I don't like uh, some coaches that don't look like coaches. Uh, then you're gonna like. Well, how did you like Mike Leach? Because he's not very coach like. Well, it's because I know Mike Leach, so I'm biased. Uh, again, that works really, really well. That's why I think Brian Kelly, uh, I was really surprised how emotional he got after that game Saturday night. I've yeah, a guy I've that's uh, played I've for national championship, been at Notre Dame. I mean, this guy's been there, done that, and gotten several T-shirts. But, yeah, that was, was pretty cool. But Brian, you know what? It, again, Tony, it goes back. It it means a lot to beat Alabama. It means a lot to outcoach outplay brian kelly reminds me of that small business owner who's an alcoholic that sits at the end of the bar he's got the rosy cheeks you don't bother him after he's had about six or seven beers he becomes really friendly that he gets angry well, uh, wait a minute what if he asks you to dance <laughs> are you are you going to do the boogie in the middle of that funky looking studio it with a tight end it depends on whether we're doing the two-step or not Oh, do we have to break already? I wanted to go further with Brian Kelly's analogies. Uh, that's a pretty good one. He, need, he needed a wheelbarrow to walk off that football field, I'll tell you that much. Come at the last call. Uh-huh. Here's one thing about Carnell. I think, and I actually hope, that was his like first time as a head coach action. 
I don't think he'll be that way against A&M, do you? Oh, yeah. I think he's... You I think, think I, he's going to be up and down the sideline? Yes, I do. I, I, I wanted to see how he was the same way I want to see what Jeff Saturday is going to be like for the Annapolis Colts on Sunday. Don't you imagine he'll be very presidential? You imagine that phone call? Hey, Jeff, I know you never coached or anything. I know you don't You know the experience you had at Hebron? Yeah. Would you like to be our head coach here at Indianapolis? What? Uh, you know what I'm going to do when we get back? Good looking I'm going to um, get back to the WKRP story. I teased yes. an hour ago. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> Turkeys could fly. <laughs> You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Are you suffering from chronic joint pain like Heather? I have terrible arthritis and have had it for quite a while, and I've gone to all kinds of doctors trying to figure out what to do. And hours. The high today, 84, turning noticeably cooler tonight, the low at 50. For tomorrow, a sunny day with a high at 71. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 84 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Give you a little toto. Why do we always say a little before we talk about bands? Uh, it's a little bit crazy. We used to always get hard. It's time to put a little hard on. So you should say, put some heart on the radio. We were playing like, you know, Dog and Butterfly or something like that. Even it up. Barracuda. Um, this is uh, not Never. worth 45 minutes for the wait, but for those that did stand by waiting on this WKRP story. I've been waiting for it, baby, um, since noon. Venus Flytrap yes. and Dr. Johnny Fever mm-hmm. were asked by the uh, Ohio State Troopers to do an on-air drink and breathalyzer. Yeah, on the show. Yeah, on the show. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Fever, Fever just... They were like doing a kid. He just got obliterated. Yep. And all of the skill tests they gave him, he just flunked horribly. Tim Reed, i.e. Venus Flytrap, mm-hmm. just got better yeah. and better <laughs> and better the drunker he got. Was that worth 45 minute right? That I show don't think was so. that, that the, the reason that show was so spot on, it wasn't because radio first of all, when it first ran, it didn't do well at all. I don't know if it's because the time of the night it was on, uh, it was just too early. It was like the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch, it was horrible when it was first gone. And when it, where it took off was in syndication. When KRP and syndication, that's when it really took off. And then about four years later, they tried to remake the whole thing, bring the entire crew back, and it was too late. It missed this window of opportunity. But that radio, Herb Tarlick, Herb Winches. Les Nessman, uh, Jim Dent. Um, <laughs> Andy, Andy Summers, Ryan Haney. I mean... Uh, uh, Mike Hammond scored Gordon, Carl, Arthur Carlson. Arthur Carlson. <laughs> Johnny Fever was me. Tim Reed, Orlando Beavers. I mean, every guy on the show, you always had the black guy that worked overnights, particularly in classic rock radio, because you had to have a certain percentage of, of 
minorities, African Americans working at any station you worked at, and so the black guy always worked overnights. Yeah, but that's because he could also talk like this. He did. Here's a here's a track. I would for get you. I would get home. Bruce Cherry was a guy that worked overnights when I was doing classic rock, and I'd get up there about two o'clock in the morning to drop off the van after I was down at Jitterbugs all night, and he'd have women in the studio with candles. It was excellent. Uh, but that was so spot on to what radio is really like. It was, and yet you, you had the good looking receptionist. We had that as well. Um, it was spot on. It was great. You know, a lot of people think that uh, Anchorman Ron Burgundy mm-hmm. is a lot of fiction. No. no, no. TV in the eighties. Now, I will say one thing, and I will back it up. There was not the the sex stuff. Who was that? Who, well, it, it, there was, but oh, well, but it was that. going both ways. Who 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 in the Birmingham market is Ron Burgundy? Uh, Gene Lively. Well, yeah. If you've seen the picture of me. I look just like him. Gene Lively. Yeah, maybe so. Have you seen the picture of me in a burgundy coat with a blue tie doing the sports? I show it. <laughs> I mean, you go, God, Matt was Matt was Ron be, Burgundy I before have, Ron Burgundy. I have to be careful because there's a bunch of TV people that are still on television. Um, oh. TV used to be so fun. There was one guy who I'm not going to mention who uh, was working at Channel 13 uh, that did the 5, 6, and the 10. And uh, between 6 and 10, he would come down to Jitterbugs while I was down there working, uh-huh. and we'd do purple hooter shooters, and then he'd go to back to work at 9.30. And um, <laughs> and we used to have a good time, but, of course, I didn't know what, what he was working. I didn't. He'd come into the suit. He was a good-looking black man, and he would just, just do incredibly well down at Jitterbugs. And then finally, one night, his GM came down at about 11.30 and just about pushed me up against the wall. He said, stay away from my anchor. I said, dude, I, I don't even know who your anchor is. What, why are you? He's like, you know exactly who he is, and he likes you, and he's hanging out with you, and he's coming back to work for the 10 o'clock news, and he's not doing a very good job. And I said, I, I never knew. I said, I apologize, blah, 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 blah. And needless to say, he was no longer there. <laughs> Television people are uh, good-looking radio people. Uh, they want to act like radio people because radio people are a lot more fun than, than, than TV people. Uh, but they have to, to, to give a TV person on the news 30 seconds to improv and watch them fall apart. Uh, radio people are good at it, like we've been doing the last two hours. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You, know, you can do both. You can be both. Well, I'm on Fox 6 every week, I know. I'm part of the Fox 6 partnership there. And you're not reading uh, off a teleprompter? I'm on with Janice Rogers and Mike Doubly. They're great. They're two of the best. They're actually really, really fun. I used to hang out with Janice Rogers and I had the circuit. You just on what? The circuit. Across from uh, 729, the lesbian bar that down there in the south side, down in uh, Lakeview. I remember it. Yeah, the circuit. We used to hang out down there along right. with Ani Lindenberg. This is, uh, speaking of TV, this mm-hmm. is not a, we're not on a visual media. Yeah. Media. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn the TV, okay. my monitor, at you. Okay. This is me in like 85. Dude, that is you. Burgundy jacket, blue stripe tie, mustache. Take a picture of that and post it and say, Ron Burgundy 3 coming out. Just a theater I had hair, here. man. I had hair. Did you look good in the stash? You look good. Man, you still look good. You still look good. To put in perspective, to put in perspective, I asked you if you were going to be Santa Claus this yeah. year. You know what this is? Uh, I have facial hair. It's it's laziness, dude. You can go to Bass Pro Shops don't. and make twenty five grand in the next couple of weeks. You realize that, don't you? If it were longer, if I'd started like in August, maybe. I've seen Santa Claus, as well. and I, I like Santa. 
there was a shortage over the last couple of years, and a lot of the Santas either died or they just never went back to work COVID. because of COVID. And right now they're looking for Santa Clauses. I, I, think, uh, I think Bass Pro Shops is one of them. You know, I think we're going to limp through, speaking of shortages, yeah. I think we're going to limp through this season. But you know where there is a huge shortage in sports in this state is with high school officials. Yeah. Um, they're going to get through the playoffs now because the number of games is lowering. They got tired but of it. But during today. the season, <clears throat> they were having to play games on Thursday night so they could use yep. crews back-to-back. They were going one referee short. They're borrowing from this region, from this region. <clears throat> and what's the main reason they're not? They got tired of the parents. Stop it, people. It's sad. Super sad. Did your dad ever get onto an official or a coach? No. No, my dad, uh, I never, we never went to ball games. I never played. You never played enough for him to go watch? Mm-hmm. No. Um, my dad, my dad said, guy. listen to your coach. Mm-hmm. And once I, once I said, hey, dad, how come you never coach our team? He says, because I wouldn't play you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. He said, I would play no favorites. I understand, and we had some bad calls at the UAB football game on Saturday. And I even screamed a couple of things, but I was nice. I wasn't dog-cussing the guy out. Good. And I, wasn't th- go, I wasn't throwing, where'd mother- you get your glasses, ref? I wasn't doing that. Great. Oh, how about your mother wears I, army boots, I, something I, like that? I, I was just like, come on, ref. You know, but but that I, I don't get personal. I'll scream and say, that's a horrible call. What, what are you thinking of, ref? How did you miss that call? That kind of thing. But I don't sit there and start getting very personal. And that's much like that fight at the LSU game. That makes me uncomfortable. I had a guy behind me who wasn't cussing or anything, was being really, really vocal, very, very loud, and was just berating the officials from start to finish, even when the plays were going our way. And I'm like, dude, I know exactly out. where you were seating, where you were sitting, <sighs> excuse me. I know, I know who you're talking about. It's like, chill out. And he wasn't drinking either. I was no. like, is this guy, we almost got up moved. Um, yeah, it can get to be obnoxious. Being on the floor last night at the UAB basketball game, I was telling my son, I was like, imagine being Kevin Durant and these guys who are paying fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars $16,000 a game to get down there and all the crap they're throwing out these guys like for 48 straight minutes. Imagine them having to hear that because you're, you're right here. Oh, yeah. I can see see your Basketball's uh, unusual in that regard. Yeah, it's nasty. Hey, Tony. I had a great, great time with you today. Thank you. Uh, It was fun. It was fabulous. I'll come Uh, back when I'm ready. Come back tomorrow. Try. All right. Hey, uh, Joe and um, Josh and the entire gang that produces this show, thank you. You folks have a wonderful day. See you later, Tone the Bone. See you, Bob. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance.